it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. There is power. Come on. Come on, use it, Clarence. There is power. There is power, there is power in the name, in the name of Jesus. We know where it is to break and break every chain, break every chain. Come on, set to break every, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Everyone, of us, I begin to I begin to appreciate the name of the Lord. I begin to bless God for His goodness, for His wonders in our lives, His love and kindness. Wherever you are, just begin to bless God. Begin to appreciate God. Tell Him thank you. Tell Him thank you. Tell Him thank you for His love and kindness, His awesomeness towards the life. It is of the glory. It is of the honor. It is of the praise. People of God, let us appreciate Him. Let us appreciate the most worthy of adoration. Take your name high and accept your name. People of God, begin to appreciate God because tonight is going to be awesome. Tonight is going to be wonderful. Tonight is going to be glorious in the kingdom of God. Shall we begin to bless the name of the Lord? He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our praise. Father, thank you for such an opportunity. To your name, precious Jesus, King of God. Father, we give you thanks. Father, we give you thanks. Father, we give you thanks. Who is like God? Father, we give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the most holy, precious, holy name of God, we pray. Amen and amen and amen. The Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says, 
when the children of God gather, the enemy also gather, I want to tell the Lord that God, every gathering against the night meeting, every power of darkness of God, wherever they have gathered, let the power of God put them down, that tonight is going to be a huge subject. There shall be testimony in the body of Christ. So I'll begin to pray. So I'll begin to pray. Mighty God will lift up God this meeting of God. Lagarabo Koshaka Brahino in Rabako Zala Brazada. Lindo Norabo Kosidra Yikatu, the power of Ayele Sakui Rabo Koshaka Baladara. Lindo Zala Brazamo Kondele. Her name is 
Pastor Doranche Zoom from USA, the pastor and the pioneer of Divine Order Restoration Ministry. She will do uh, the rest of the introduction and she will lead us into in, on, the, on the Word of God and from the Word of God, she will lead us into prayer for family deliverance and also destiny breakthrough. So, uh, we, without wasting much time, we want to bring Mighty um, Man of God to the floor. Mighty Man of God, you have the floor. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Just want to bring greetings from the U.S. to each and every last one of you. Um, amen. I am Pastor Deron Zorn with Divine Order Restoration Ministries, where we have been mandated to restore the order of God, one life, one body, one nation at a time. And it is such an honor and a privilege to share in this um, prayer conference on um, on your morning, our evening. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. I also want to just give thanks, amen, to everyone that is connected with us um, through, through the, in the U.S. and in the broad, um, from the broadcast um, station as well. Um, glory be unto God. Thank you, Jesus. So I just want to let everyone know that I am honored. Thank you so much. Um, Prophet Rufus, amen, um, for the invitation. It is such an honor um, to be here. I am a wife, amen, of Eric Zorn, um, and we have three dynamic um, young men of God, amen, Eric the Eric and Eric's son, um, glory to God, and we just bless the name of the true living God that he just continued to keep um, our family, amen, as we move forth in the things of him. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, am, am I able to proceed, man of God? I just want to make sure. Yes, yes, okay, glory to God. We're going to go ahead and, and shift, amen, over to our message for today. And our message for today is dealing with open doors, and, and we just bless God for that. I do just want to pray. Amen. Father God, I just thank you in advance for that and what you would do on this line, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, oh God, for the, over, the Holy Spirit overshadowing me and having his way. Hallelujah. That he would speak through my mind, filled with my heart, oh God, so that every word that you need to be uttered would be released on the line for your dear people, that there will be words of penetration, oh God, words that shift atmospheres, words that transform minds. Hallelujah. And, and my God, into the mind of Christ, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Today we're dealing with um, open doors. I'm going to God and I'm just excited about um, the revelation that God was just giving me about open doors. Amen. And and as it concerns his children. And on tonight, God is God wanna release um strategies in this hour, in this hour. Amen. On today. Glory to God. God wanna release strategies on today on um on how to close doors of curses that has been released in our life. He's gonna expose the hand of the enemy. Amen. And he also wants to re- um release unto us on how to access the open doors of blessings in our lives, in our families, in our ministries, of even in our businesses. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. So let us begin on today. Our scripture reference, our focus reference is going to come from Revelation 3, 7 through 8. And we're just going to, from that point, we're just going to walk through the word of God. Amen. Glory to God. We bless the name of the Lord. And the word of the Lord reads, 
And so the angel of the house in Philadelphia writes, these things say, he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. I know your work. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength. Amen. For you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Glory to God. I just want to say I do. It doesn't matter. Amen. What doors have been opened in your life on today? We're just going to declare and we're going to decree them that they're going to be closed on today. Any any doors that have meant you in it has been for your bad, any doors that has not been for your favor. We're declaring and decreeing on the night that all of them shall be shut in the name of Jesus, that you're going to begin Amen. to open in the doors, walk in the doors of blessings over your life and in the favor of God. So let's begin to look at the strategies of the Lord. Um, what is an open door? An open door is an access point for entry of someone or something. Now, how are doors open? And it's very important that we understand um, the basics here, amen. Doors are open by people. When you open a door to someone or something, you give it permission to come into your life, good, bad, or indifferent. Opening a door is a choice. It is a choice. You have to invite it in in order to give it access. Even before Jesus can enter into our lives and into our hearts, we have to open the door, amen, to our hearts and let him in. Glory to God. Your reference point for that will be Revelation 3 and 20. Amen. To God be the glory. Tonight, God is going to, we're going to first start off with exposing the hand of the enemy and looking at doors, um, doors that, that are open that bring curses among us. Amen. We're going to look at three entryways on on today, three entryways that can open up doors of curses in your life. And the reason why we really need to look at these and, and look at the strategies and look at everything that takes place when we open up a door so that we will not be the individual that open up um, a door of a door for curses over our lives or even over um, the generation that's ahead of us. Amen. Um, glory to God. So we're going to look at three entryways. And three entryways, the three entryways we're going to discover on today, we're going to look at a, um, a entry, a, a door entry um, for curses. We're going to look at it from a personal level. We're going to look at it from an um, ancestral level, amen, that is uh, from, from your heritage, from your, you know, the, your predators, the, one, the ones that you're um, preceding. We're going to also look at acquired curses as well, amen. And we're just going to discover the word of God, hallelujah. We're going to go and we're going to look at King David life. And we're going to discover each one of these doors, each one of these doors that brought forth curses, not only on David, but also on his family lineage. You're going to find each one of these open doors of curses in the life of King David. Um, now, let's look at the personal, a personal curse. Open the door of a personal curse. That is a curse that you cause upon yourself. That is one that you cause upon yourself. 
Let's go to Second Samuel 11 and 12, and, and I'm going to give you scriptures, and I'm going to I'm going to just really paint a picture in some of these areas because there's a lot of content, um, and, and and I know we're on a time frame, but I, I am going to we're going to walk through this, we're going to understand it, and I want you to get your pen and paper and write down things so you can go back and you can really study this. Amen. To God be the glory. So let's look at this this personal let's look at this personal entryway um, for the doors of, of curses. And here we find in the book of Second Samuel, um, chapter eleven, we find David. Um, we find the we, we find David on the scene. Amen. He's up on top of the roof of his palace, and the um, the sin of lust begins to knock at his door. The sin of lust begins to knock at his door in Second Samuel eleven and two. Uh, he was he was up and um, he began to at the top of his in his palace and he began to see Bathsheba as she was taking a bath and um, and and lust was there and so he inquired about her and he went and sent for her and he called her to come amen to him and she and he lied and he laid with her he slept with her he became one with her and and as he opened the door for lust to come in and enter into um the the entryway into into sin and into the curses in his life then a Adultery. He allowed adultery to take place, and you'll find that in Second Samuel 11 and 5. Um, after he commits adultery with Bathsheba, um, well, after he commits adultery, I'm sorry, that Second Samuel 11 is probably going to be in verse three or four. Um, after he commits adultery, he finds out in in Second Samuel 11 and 5 that. Bathsheba is now pregnant. She has conceived a child. Um, she has conceived a child. And once he finds out that information, then the doorway of deception, deception knocked at the door, and he allowed that to come in as well. He opened the door of deception. He, he, he called Uriah from battle. He called Uriah from battle, and he, he calls Uriah home in the intent for him to go and lay with his wife so that the baby of David that, that um, Bathsheba was carrying, that um, um, Uriah would think that it was his. But Uriah would not lay with his wife while he was there. And he would not lay with his wife. And because he would not lay with his wife while he was there, he was concerned about the battle that was going on, and he was concerned about those who was on the battlefield. And, and he wanted to get back out to battle, so he he did not um, he didn't want his wife to be a distraction to what what he needed to do and go and help his his fellow of uh, his 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 colleagues on the on the battlefield. Okay, and so he would not lay with her. And then when David realized that it wasn't going to happen, that he wasn't going to be able to to um, to get him to sleep with his wife, then he began to to plot. Uriah, uh, Uriah's murder. Okay, and then here we go. Here goes the spirit of murder um, knocking at the door here again, and David allows it to come in. He begins to write. So he begins to write 
um, write a letter, amen, and send the information for to put Uriah on the forefront, uh, amen, so that and when the battle got heated to, for the, the rest of his team members to retreat, the rest of the soldiers to retreat so that he may be struck down and die. That's 2 Samuel eleven fifteen. Okay, then we get down to 2 Samuel 11 and 17, and we find that the murder plot that David sent unto his commander-in-chief is executed in 2 Samuel. Okay, so here we see that all the doors that begin to open um, from from um, David just initially opening up the uh, the door for lust to come in, and now he's dealing with lust, adultery, deception, and he's dealing with murder. Not just the murder of Uriah, also the murder of those who was also under his command who lost their lives in that battle, who was also on the front line with Uriah as well. So he, there were several people murdered just from the opening that door of lust. Um, my God, and then um, and and him not just taking control and 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 just begin to go down a spiral path. Now here we go. Even here we find that David um, began to get consequences. Amen. He began to send the prophet over to David in second um, over in Second Samuel twelve, um, starting at verse seven and fifteen, and he began to 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 come to David about the sin that he had committed. And because he had committed that sin, um, glory to God, and the prophet told him, David did repent. He did repent for his sin, but even though he repented, he wasn't exempt for the consequences of his actions. So the consequences of his actions led to a sword never departing from the house of David. It it, it led to that that um that God was rising up an adversary against David in his own house. It led to that his wives before the eye before the eyes of others that his wives would be given over to his neighbor and that his his wives would be the people would lay down or really it was his son would lay down with his wives in the in the sight of man. And it also left it also um came to the death of his firstborn with um Bathsheba. Um, it, it left to the death of the baby, the firstborn, with Bathsheba, his consequences. And even when you look at those consequences, we'll, we'll, we're gonna, we're gonna switch over, we're gonna move, and we're gonna shift to the ancestral, ancestral curses. The ancestral curses. And this is, you're gonna find in chapter 13. And, um, a curse that comes from your ancestor is a curse that was passed down from a previous generation. And when you look at chapter 13, you're going to find all types of things that begin to happen in the life of, of David's sons and even one of his daughters. Um, glory to God. One of his daughters. Um, you're going to find that because of the sin of, of, of David that lust, was lust um lust came in and he even made his son Amnon so sick. He was so full of lust that he was sick and and he found himself sick because he was lusting after his own sister and because of that lust was so heavy upon him and, and that was so heavy upon him it led him to commit incest and rape upon his own sister, which also led him in a place of fornication. Look at all those doors, even just right there with just one son um, that, that that just fell into David's household because he opened up a door. Um, then we find his son, Absalom. 
Absalom, we find that the murdering spirit, the murder spirit, rests upon him. You know, he and not only murder, he got angry, he got, he was bitter, he he was resented his father, he resented his brother, he would no longer trust his father. You know, he killed his his brother because his brother raped um, his sister, and he also um, went on attack. You'll look later on in the book of in the book of Second Samuel that he also launched in a plan and an assault against his own daddy. He was launching an attack to actually murder David and take over his kingdom. And we find that in the daughter that was raped, she was put in a place of shame, with a spirit of shame and, and grief and, and desolate. Um, my God followed her for the rest of her life because of what her father opened up a man over in the 12th chapter. Then we find that there is an acquired curse. There is an acquired curse. The acquired curse is the accusation of something that is already cursed, something that is cursed that God is going to bring consequences upon, that God is going to bring consequences upon. In Second Samuel um, verse 21 and verse 1, here we find a famine in, in the land of um, Israel. And so the, it was a famine for three years, according to the word of God. And David inquired of the Lord, and the word declares that the Lord answered, and he said, it is because of Saul and his bloodthirsty house, because he killed the Gibeonites. Now, because of Saul's sin, when he was in the in, in the place of kingship when he reigned over Israel because he uh, he killed many other Gibeonites because he was trying to wipe them out of the land. What he did, he violated the oath of Joshua, and Saul had to pay that. That it had to be a consequence for that for that sin that Saul had paid. And so right now they find themselves in a position where they're paying um, the consequences for that uh, that Saul did. So in David's reign, it's something he had absolutely nothing to do with. Amen. So he, he acquired that particular course, but he also sought, sought the face of the Lord. And when he sought the face of the Lord, amen, how David went and made it right. He went and he made reprimands. He, he repaid the Gibeonites for the sin that um, that Saul had did um, um, upon their people. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. Now, how... Do we close the doors that are open, the doors that are open, the cursed doors that are open? You have to open the door for Jesus. Have to open the door for Jesus. Glory to God. The word of God declares in Revelation 3 and 20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come to him and dine with him and he with me, and he with me. Glory to God. In John 14 and 6, it also says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to me except through, no one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the way to close every door that has been cursed Hallelujah. Every door that's open, uh, every door of curse that has been opened over your life, your family life, um, amen, over your business, over your ministry, whatever it may be, Jesus is the access point. Amen. You gotta open your, the door unto Him. The first, first of all, you gotta definitely have salvation. 
The devil has to have salvation. If you don't have if you have not, if you have not received salvation, um, glory to God. Um, you cannot close the doors of of the curses and open and walk into the doors and open the doors for the blessings in your life. Um, Romans ten and, and ten nine and twelve says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved from the from with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confess. Confession is made unto salvation. Amen. Um, glory to God. That's as simple as that. Also, repentance, repentance, repentance. For those who have received salvation and we do um, that which is wrong, amen, we have to be a people of repentance. Amen. We got to go, go and, and repent before God so that we can come back in right fellowship with God. And remember I said that repentance does not exempt you from your consequences. There will be consequences, but just so you can be right back in right fellowship with God and that you can close those doors, amen, Um Glory to God. Uh, you can close those doors of curses. Also, forgiveness. One of the things that, that hold people back and leave those doors, those cursed doors, doors open is that they hold unforgiveness. So forgiveness is very vital and very important. Psalm 32 and 1 says, Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. That's not the one I was looking for, but we're going to go with that. Hallelujah. Except forgive. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But we got to be a people of forgiveness. We got to forgive. Um, glory to God. Also, how to keep the blessing from flowing and keep the curses cut from our lives. And it's just simple as this, obedience to the word of God. Deuteronomy 28 declares, beginning at the first verse, Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commands which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come unto you and overtake you because you obey, you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Verse 15, that's 1 and 2, verse 28 and 15 says this, but if you shall come, but if it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commands and his statutes, which I have commanded to you, that all these curses will come unto you and take you over. And Jesus says, Amen. He says, I, I am at the door. He said, I'm at the door, I'm knocking and I'm waiting to have access into your heart. Not just access into a portion of your heart, but access to the fullness of your heart. Access to every part of you, every component. Um, he said that I, I knock at the door. I knock at the door because I want you to be healed. I want you to be made whole. I, I, I knock at the door because I want you to have access to the blessings of the Lord. I want to several the curses of the enemy from upon your life and your family, even upon your business and even upon your ministry, but I stand and I knock at the door. So there are some places in, 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 in the hearts of his children that they've just locked him out, and, and in these places, he, he just he wants you to have a genesis moment. I remember one day I was, I don't know what I was doing, but I, I had a vision, and I had a vision Jesus was coming into this house, and the, the, the the, um, the yard was very manicured, and he and but the, it was windows busted out. It was a split level home, and windows was busted out in some of the places. And um, he came to the door, and he knocked, and 
and he came in. And when he came into this place, he came into the place. There was places, it was it was places that he could go around and he could move freely in. And I distinguishly um, remember seeing the stairs, the stairways to, to go up to the next level, that in that in the middle of the stairway, there was a wall there, a wall there. And so Jesus could not access that portion, um, that portion of the house. He and, and then even as he went through other places in the house, there was doors that was locked in, and he just could not, you know, get in. And even as, as I began um to just grab the revelation is that you know we we give God you know a portion or we give we let him in a, a little bit and there's some things that 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 he wants to heal and deliver us us from the things of our past he want to deliver us from anger and bitterness and he just I want I want my children to experience a Genesis moment I want them to have a new beginning um declares the Lord he said I desire access to your whole heart uh, and he said I, I'm in a place I'm in places where I'm just hovering in the depths of the of the darkness of the heart of of my people, and I'm waiting for them to act to let me come in to give me access into those places, the depths of their heart where their hurt is, where their pain is, where their insecurities are, where their fears is, where their doubts are. Aha, say in the name of Jesus. He said, I want to come in. He said, let me in. I, I full, <laughs> hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Let me in. Let me in fully declares the Lord. Uh, those places that you will not allow me to come in, they are holding you back from your destiny. They, they are holding, they are holding you back from going into new heights and, and new, and new dimensions and the places in which I want you to go. They are the very things that are holding you from, from um, business being open, books being unleashed. My God, in the name of Jesus, they are the very places that is causing you to be stagnated, the places that are causing you to be hindered, the places that are causing you to no longer grow, the places that are continuing to knock you down and continue to allow you to fall and stumble. These are the places that I need to come in. I need for you to have a Genesis moment, declares the Lord. As I'm hovering over those dark places, let me in so that the light of the Lord can shine upon you, where the light of the Lord can come in. Uh, glory to God, where the light of the Lord can come in and it can overtake you and it can remove your hurt and it can remove your pain in the name of Jesus, where it can uh, remove your fears. It can take away your doubt. It will wipe away all your tears in the name of Jesus. Glory be unto God. We thank you, Lord. He said, let me in so that light can shine upon you. He said, in those dark places you are unformed, but once my light come in, says the Lord, that when my light come into those places, my God, you're going to begin to see that you will, uh, my God, that you will begin to see the development, hallelujah, you begin to see the development, the, the form, hallelujah, you begin to see the development of who it is that I've called you, amen, you will begin to see even more of your identity. You will begin to see more of who it is that I've called you to be. You will no longer be hidden in the dark places, declares the Lord, amen. Thank you, Lord. You will no longer be hidden in your pain. You will no longer be hidden behind your hurt. You will no longer be hidden behind your disappointments. You will no longer be hidden behind discouragement. You will no longer be hidden behind depression. 
depression and oppression. You will no longer be hidden behind lack in the name of Jesus. He said in the name of Jesus, when you allow him to come in and you allow the light of God to come in, the glory is going to rise in your life. The glory of God is going to arise in your life in the name of Jesus. He said, I need full access, declares the Lord. I knock at the door. Let me in. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Rufus. Man of God. may have disconnected Amber, you have called the city at the moment. Please hold on or try again. Yes, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Okay, um, my name is good. Um, I'm going to commit you um, back on the line. Um, you will good. Uh, we we will um, and we continue um, praying for the church and um, uh, by Pastor Bonnie's face so that we will not just because I don't want anybody to fall asleep. So I told him to be leading his prayer for the church. So I'm going to commit you back on the line as we end this prayer. Then you continue um from where you um start. Well, I. I don't even know how to continue to, from where I started, but what I will do, I will definitely get you the record, because I am recording on my end. I'm going to make sure that I get you the recording of that, and then if we could just go into the prayer for what you call them, because I, I honestly, I can't even tell you all of the stuff that was released. Okay, okay. Um, okay. Money, money, um, um, what will you continue from? Will you um, um, continue in prayers, um, uh, yes. in prayers, not the word of God? Yes. Absolutely. We'll continue okay, right there. We'll start okay, there. Great. Amen. Okay, great, great. Uh, so, um, as soon as we end this prayer now, um, you moved on to um, the family and the death of the okay. Amen. Born, O oh God, in our local churches and denominations, the fire of revival, 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 the
he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. And then this prayer point, we're just declaring that the Egyptians, that the family sees on today, that they will know, they will see it no longer. Whatever the Egyptian, that, that, that bondage may be, whatever, whatever the hurt and pain may be, that they will see it no more. That they, um, hallelujah, that the enemy will be destroyed, uh, right before their eyes. Glory to God and that they will see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. Thank <laughs> moving forth in love, from moving forth in humility, 
Uh, glory to God that we are declaring and decreeing that every stronghold of the enemy has been broken in their family lives and that they shall advance into the promised land that God has called them um, to be. They shall come a family of love, a family of hope, a family of peace. They shall rise up from out of darkness as one in unity and in, in one in a wholeness in their mind and in their hearts under one Lord, under one uh, one baptism, under one Father in the name of Jesus. Um, um, glory to God, that's going to be the prayer for me. Heavenly Father, we will meet all our families of God. My Father, my Lord, my Lord, my God. Oh, Lord, my 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 Lord,
has spoken unto them, that they would stand um, firm on that and what thus says the Lord, um, glory to God, and that they would they would be seated in it, and that they would not move from from what God has called forth in their lives, so that they can bring forth fruit, um, the fruit of the Lord, um, as He has declared it upon their lives, so that they can move, they can begin to branch out and grow and into their destiny, Amen. And that everything that God has called forth in their lives, that it will it will definitely prosper as they stay rooted in Him, Amen. Um, glory mm-hmm. to God. Father God, we just thank you, Lord God. Father, 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 we just thank you
um, that is the prep point for this
uh, that uh, Pastor Dirac came up and, and prayed and led prayer for, for families and also led prayer for um, destiny breakthrough. Um, uh, he prayed about this faithfulness issue. While we are praying about this faithfulness, the Lord gave me a message which I want to tell um, everyone of us that is on the line. The Lord said, I have said, said, have I not said that there shall be none barren in the land? Hmm. He said, have I not said that there shall be none barren in the land? He said, I have called my children to be fruitful. Now, listen, everybody, the Lord permit me to pray this prayer. The Lord told me that while we are praying, the anointing of fruitfulness has been released. Amen. So, so I want to be praying that prayer for every one of us that are in the line that God that has sent for this message, the Bible says, sent for his word and revealed them and delivered it. If there is anyone of us that is here, that is in, on this line, that, that that is in the ministry or in business or wherever uh, a place of the living God of fruitfulness, by the authority of the word of God, I declare and I decree that from today, this anointing of fruitfulness shall be evident in our life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every one of us that is on the line, we shall no longer be barren as the word of God says. We shall no longer be barren, but we shall become more fruitful and produce more results in our life, our ministry, and career, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Holy Spirit, I give you glory. Holy Spirit, I give you glory. Holy Spirit, I give you glory. The anointing that is present, 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 be released, be released on this line. Everyone that needs to be fruitful, I command, let the anointing of fruitfulness be released, be released. Let the oil of fruitfulness be released now. Be released on this line. Everyone under the sound of my voice, let the anointing for fruitfulness, by the authority in the word of God, be released in the name of Jesus. Amen. Number two, uh, number two message uh, the Lord gave me, uh, he said, there's one of us, one of us, uh, when we're praying, there's a message that came for one of us. When the mighty man of God was leading the last prayer one concerning um, taking the territories, taking territories and uh, um, taking possession of the land, the Lord, Lord, the Lord said, come check. you may be misplaced, but you are not out of my place. I don't know who that message is for, but I repeat, I repeat that statement. The Lord said, you may be misplaced, but you are not out of my place. Mm. Mm. You may be misplaced, but you are not out of my place. Father, I give you glory, I give you praise to God, wherever that person may be, Lord. Wherever that person may be, Lord, I've been taken out of God of Israel, um, a place of God. Let the restoration, let the restoration, because you are with that person, God, I command. Let the total restoration for the person to walk in, in the destiny and possession you have for that person. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen and amen and amen. amen. Now, we're going to go into the last prayer section, um, uh, pray for the, uh, prayer for the nation. Prayer for the nation. We just have um, um, a four about a few nations to pray. Then we um, close our prayer conference for today. Um, the first, uh, the first country we're going to pray for is uh, Turkey. Um, it's amazing that God has given us answer. Uh, God is doing our prayer for the nation Turkey. We know that that um, uh, Turkey um, is, a, is, a, is a Christian nation. Apostle Paul was somebody that that made very strong foundation for that country, but. 
Do you know that Turkey lost everything? Every labor that Portugal made labor for God lost um, centuries ago, that Turkey became an Islamic nation that there was not even a Christian, not even a Christian was found in Turkey. Now, uh, generations pass, uh, people, generations pass, people begin to intercede, uh, begin to cry out to God that God should revive the nation, Turkey. Now, I want to tell you that there's a news that came forth in Turkey right now, you can also stretch for that news, that finally, since Turkey, since I'm talking about the modern Turkey nation, uh, and Turkey, uh, the modern Turkey got their, their was founded 19, 2023. The modern Turkey was founded in 1923. Uh, from 1923 up to today, yeah, there's no church. There's no church. So uh, the, something happened. Uh, uh, the government in Turkey said that they, they will allow a church to be planted in the capital city. They will allow the first church to be planted in the capital city after so many years. After since 1923. So we're going to say that God now that the government has agreed uh, for the planting of the church in the, uh, in the capital city of Turkey, I want to pray that God let Christianity, let the breakthrough in Christianity in Turkey, let the breakthrough in Christianity in Turkey, this year, they might be suffering. Let God, let God remember the suffering of his children, what the children went through, what the apostle Paul went, what the apostle went through. Let there be breakthrough in Christianity in the nation of Turkey. Let the government cooperate as uh, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we lift up Turkey as a nation in your hands, ancient of days. We pray, you God, that the good news of uh, the embargo that have been lifted in Turkey for the gospel to be preached and for the church to be planted in Turkey, Lord. We want to see more of this and we pray, you God, for more open doors for the gospel to be preached in the nation of Turkey, in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, Father, O God, we lift up over our nation, Turkey, Lord Jesus. Let the breakthrough go, let the breakthrough Christianity go, let the move of God in the nation, Turkey. Let the move of God in the nation, Turkey, Lord. Let the move of God in the nation, Turkey. Let the mighty name of Jesus, that God will move my children, let the breakthrough go, let the mighty name of God, let the mighty
We're going to be praying for Nigeria. We're going to be praying for Somalia. Somalia is another nation that, is, uh, that has Islamic, uh, the power of Islam is ruling over them. They are killing one another right now. We're going to pray for Somalia. We're going to be praying for Nigeria. We're also going to be praying for Pakistan. Pakistan, a lot of Christians are suffering in Pakistan, facing persecution because of these violent people. We're going to be praying for um, um, Tunisia. We're going to be praying for Tunisia. We're going to tell God that God arrives. Let the power of terrorism be broken. Very powerful terrorism is broken into these nations, Nigeria, uh, Pakistan, Somalia, and Tunisia. So we do cry out to the Lord. Father, Father, 
Thank you for the government, okay. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.